0: welcome back to trip talk tech we got a super dope show for y'all today we got a emerson village legend in the building after his career is over we 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 gonna retire that jersey we got a emerson redskin emerson redstone whatever you want to call this legend in the building he helped the redskins get to that first ever city championship Please help me welcome my guest, my guy, professional basketball player, Stanton Kid, man. What's going on, baby? Uh, my God, what is it,
1: man? I'm thankful to be on
0: here. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Thanks for joining us, man. You know, before we get started, though, you know... uh at trip Talk, at trip Talk tech we we really like to show love to our, our guests and it's always a reason why we reach out to our specific guests for you like i said uh i i just want to tell that story number one you from my my, my hometown but my hood uh Elvis village uh born right. and raised you know what i mean so i definitely right. proud of that but also yeah. just the perseverance man i, I know your story I, I again being from the village my son actually planned for the same high school you played for you know a lot of things you passed down and and went on and just again appreciate you bro and also what you're doing in the community you know yeah a lot of people you know you get that bag but you came right back as soon as you got the bag even before you had the bag you just came back you know what I'm saying gave to the neighborhood and just want to let you know we appreciate that for the kids that probably couldn't come up to you and and, and get to to say it themselves Just again, yep. just just you know, being a young man, showing love back to the community. Your city praises you and thanks you, and and again, man, shout out to you, brother.
1: Man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Definitely, you know, you watch me from 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 a pup, so you know for sure. You know, if I if I'm getting stamped by you, then it's it's real. You know what I'm saying? So.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Hey, look. Before we get into your journey, because obviously I know that story, and I want a lot of kids used to have that same dream to hear it. But in addition to that, you know, I know what you, you know, playing overseas and actually you went NBA overseas. You went to a lot of different places. But I know coaching and, and coming up with some of them youngins, they, they 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 scoff at, you know, that overseas challenge or, or hey, you know, they too good for that. You know, what do, what do you say to, to young men that have that type of mentality?
1: Um, Man, overseas, it's not easy, Um, it's hard, you know, uh, uh, that first job might not be what you want. You know, you may think in your mind that, damn, I get this contract, it's not what I want it to be, and I could probably make more money from, you know, working or, you know, going to trade school, this, that, and the third. Put all that to the game. That's how much I love the game. You know, um, after, you know, I had one NBA workout. That was with, that was with the Nuggets and you know i did my thing but nba wasn't ready i wasn't ready for the nba and nba probably wasn't ready for me yet so i just went overseas man and i went over there i didn't sell myself for something low but you know it was enough money to get me started and get my feet wet more so opportunity for me to be on some type of exposure at least in europe to get a chance to go and move up the ladder and through my career i moved the ladder pretty fast i played two years of pretty much low-tier Europe basketball, then I went straight to the high level in Europe. And I've been there ever since, you know? So um, it's not easy to do. You got to battle yourself just like anything else. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like you look at it as if you're investing in properties or whatever, you're going to take some hits, you're going to take some losses, you know what I'm saying? But at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, man, you better yourself, man. It's the biggest thing that can happen for you. You know, it can all work out for you, for sure.
0: My God, my God now tell us a little bit about that jersey journey i know you're in jerusalem you actually won a euro cup league game last night uh so good luck there but uh many don't understand yes. that grind that patience you had that perseverance you had to have can you uh just talk step through that journey a little bit after you left baltimore after you left emerson
1: yeah so after i left emerson i went to juco in texas so that was my first lifetime time i had to bet on myself so i've been doing this for a minute betting on myself for a minute so juco that's texas um go down there south plains community college uh, first year was a little bit of a struggle uh we went you know we didn't play so well we had a lot of different guys and you know normal freshman year uh, um at the end of the year the coach set me down and was like you know you and my my, my main man Darrell, my, my right hand like my brother Darrell edwards he was like both of y'all gonna be the turning point of this program if y'all can dedicate yourself to the game of basketball. Like I know y'all can. Me and Darrell stayed down there the whole summer, got better, stayed in the gym, played one-on-one every single day, just worked out, you know what I'm saying? And uh mm-hmm. we come back, add the right pieces, man, and we go 36-0, and win a championship. Um Man, it, it was unbelievable, you know, to win a championship, everybody got a job. Every, well, Everybody got a college, college scholarship after that. Everybody went where they wanted to go and uh, me, so I had I had a ton of schools, man. I probably had a lot. I probably had half of the Big 12, half of the Pac 10, or the Pac 12 at the time, but it's Pac 10 now. Um, I had a little bit of interest from the SEC. So you know, what I mean, just to go down the list, and then all different other schools around, you know, in different conferences, Atlantic 10, all that stuff, you know, close to home, stuff like that. Um, one that stood out to me was uh, uh, North Carolina Central. Um, and I'm happy that I've been a part of that, you know. And, and, mm-hmm. and it may sound different because as the story go on, you'll you'll you think, wow, Like, man, you know, like, you know, how you could be happy about a situation like that, and you know, you didn't stay there. But uh, Central changed my life. You know, I went there um, uh, HBCU, so I was a part of that. I, I,
0: I, I was going. I was going. To say, it's the wave now.
1: And, and I'm yeah, not saying it's, the- it's a
0: negative thing, but you was a part. Of, I was just going to bring that up. You was a part of this wave before it was a popular thing.
1: Exactly. Just like many others, Kylo Quinn, all these other guys that's out here, you know, that, that, that went to HBCUs and went on and played professionally or played in the NBA, things like that. So for me, it wasn't popping at the time. It was the, the popping spots was, like I said, the Big 12, Pac-12, ACC, SEC, and the Big East. That was like if you went those the places you was for sure going to the nba and don't get me wrong i had no schools but central was just uh, i felt like it was a good spot for me it was home i wanted to be clo- well, i wanted to be closer to home i wanted my parents to be able to see me play i always had a dream of my grandmother come actually see me play in college uh but my grandmother got sick and uh you know she wound up passing some years after she got sick but she wasn't able to move around as much so that was my that was my goal i had a lot of things outside of just you know myself you know so i went there played well man we went to a winning season uh one of their best records they ever had I mean sure they they they, they smashed that record now because LaVelle Mote down there doing a hell of a job coach Moe man he he a good Moulton. dude man. um he, he was he was he was hard on me man but at the end of the day man he taught me a lot and I understood a lot and that's why I feel like when I left it was such a a hard thing it was two two alpha males kind of you know kind of you know going at it a little bit but you know much respect to him exactly much respect to him and he gave me a lot of props a lot of respect once i uh i had touched the league and even while i was overseas he never had, he never bad mouth he never said anything bad about me nothing like that so you know that's why i big respects to him and what he's doing with that program now man um pay that man they need to pay that man man, ah, man hey
0: coach moe y'all heard him. y'all heard him
1: <laughs> yeah hey, man he's doing a hell of a job down there so um uh, after i left sit at the left central um I was going through the recruitment process, chilling, working out. I actually had a stress fracture, so I wasn't able to work as much as on my lower body because I wanted to make sure I was healthy. Got to, got to Colorado State, was kind of healthy, went through, uh, I had to sit out. This you know this new rule now, kids can transfer and go right in and play. I can't, we couldn't do that. So I had to go and sit out a year, which, which helped me because I got better, I got stronger. Then I also had a surgery on my shin where though I had to put a rod in there. So it gave me time to, to heal that all the way up, and to have me ready for the next following season, which was my senior season. Okay. And then after that, it was, you know,
0: 2015 draft. Yeah, 2015 draft,
1: saying? man. Yeah. Undrafted. I watched the draft. I watched the whole draft. I watched. nobody, my family couldn't watch it because they was disappointed. And I told them not to be disappointed because at the end of the day, I told them I'm like, I didn't do much. I didn't do anything to be uh, not saying I'm not an NBA player, but I didn't do nothing to, to catch scouts. Eyes for me to be in the NBA. Don't get me wrong. I average average 13, 14 points in the mount West and played well at Colorado State. At one point in time at Colorado State, we was you know start the season off non-conference playing and good in, in playing good teams and and good conferences and things like that. We was 14-0, was just us in Kentucky. You know what I'm saying? So we had some notoriety. We was top, you know, we was in top 25 and things like that. But you know, just sometimes it don't work in your favor like that. So I didn't have that 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 buzz, but um, coach Coach Leonard Perry, Coach Larry Stacy, and Coach uh Ross, Coach Ross Hodge. Both of those guys, all three of those guys kind of you know made sure they pushed me in the right direction. To um oh coach Steve Barnes, I can't I can't forget him. Coach Steve Barnes is also on the staff too. So they pushed me in the right direction to be successful along with my teammates. We pushed each other every day. We uh had one of the best records in Colorado State's history again. Um came up short in the Mountain West tournament uh got invited got snubbed on the ncaa tournament we was 27 and 9 we should have made the tournament um we wound up going to n.i.t that that getting snubbed spilled over to the n.i.t we got bucked first round you know we had home court advantage so now my college career is done so now we sitting we sitting in i want to say march april we sitting around this about round about you know like a month from month uh, later from now um, we are sitting there and I'm kind of figuring out what I'm doing. I'm thinking through agents and trying to figure out what I want to do. I signed with uh, Justin Haynes uh, out of Worldwide Sports. Uh, he told me, he was like, look, I can't promise you the world. I can't promise you that I'm going to do something to do that, but I'm going to make sure that you play professional basketball. And my job is to promote you in the best way you can. And your job is to go out there and do your job and give me fuel to help promote you. So um, we came up with this this first job to go to Belgium. In Germany, I mean, well, in Belgium, Limburg, uh, Limburg, United in Belgium, and that was that was my first rodeo of being overseas.
0: Now, how did you like that? And I, I'm I'm cutting you off right there for a reason because uh actually, what I do in in technology, my job actually is headquartered. One of the headquarters was in Belgium. So about yeah, you know, when I first started, that was a culture shock. <laughs> that was a big culture shock going from America to to Belgium, and the food was different. You know, eating a hamburger, it tastes totally different. It's like I don't <laughs> want no more beef when I come back. <laughs> facts.
1: Facts. facts yeah, man. Um Belgium was different, man. Uh at the time I had uh, I had a girl, so that made it easier. She went with me. Uh and you know, we was together over there and we kind of helped each other get through it. But also that's when you that's when your bets come in. You know, as, as a rookie, mm-hmm. that's when your vets come they, they kind of coach you through those those rough times and those rough moments, invite you over the house, have you over for meals and things like that. Um, I mean, far as money wise, um, wasn't it wasn't what I wanted, but you know it was a start. Like I said, it was a. Mm-hmm. It was a
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, went there, played okay, was playing behind a local, um, which was you know now you're dealing with you deal with politics all through this game, no matter whether it was AU high school, college. Or the pros so you know I was playing behind a, a local and he was talented but you know of course me being a competitor where we come from I, I feel like I'm the best so um, yeah yeah I compete for minutes but uh, you know I you know I made my mark I made my role there uh we make it to the semifinals get bumped now now I'm sitting here uh wondering what I'm gonna do next my agency mm-hmm. runs an overseas camp in Las Vegas at the same time that the summer league is gone I told okay. my agent that summer when I did it, I said by next summer. So my just the summer before I go to Germany. I said by next summer, by two summers from now, I'm gonna be playing in that summer league. And he was like, "Let's make it happen." I'm like, "All right, bet." So I go to Germany. Go to Germany. A little bit more money, better situation, more respected league. Uh, the German league is real high level. Uh, they got really good teams there. They got Munich team called uh, Bamberg that was there. Both of those yeah. guys was Euro league. Uh, so it was like a it was like a, a great situation. Euro mm-hmm. Cup teams there, all that. Stuff. So, um, go there. Preseason, I turned my shoulder all up. Had to get surgery in my right my right shoulder. So now you know the, the more more trouble set in. You know you you worry, You don't know if you're gonna be the same. You're away from family. You know things this, this that and third. So I get the surgery done. Shoulder, uh, heals up. I come back. I shoot 45% from three. Uh, average. 12 points you know we didn't win as many games as we should but individually I played well and that got me noticed by um a legendary coach David Black so oh, okay yeah so now getting interest from him and his club in Turkey now that's a giant step now you're talking about 110 percent increase in my salary and things like that, that and you know what I'm saying now you're making money now I'm making money with though so I can help myself help my family put myself in a position to life after basketball so
0: now now real quick Stan, how long did that take because that sound like two years maybe three years of groundwork two,
1: two years massive groundwork and then now you get to an opportunity where now it just resets itself right i put at the work at the lower levels and i'm respected there but now it resets itself now i'm at a higher level now i'm playing along with guys that you know And when i was in juco when i was in, in at Central for a year I'm watching guys play on TV. Scotty Wilberkins, okay. Ju- Ju- Juwan Johnson, Michael Erickson James Bell, who played at Villanova. So, all these guys I watched on TV. Now I'm playing with these guys on the same European team. And now, team is th- so sad. Th- uh, my,
0: my, my bad, real quick, because I think you said something real, real, real another Jim in there. Just that reset, right? so like yeah. you, you've been you've been doing that all your life right you go you go in Re- high school and then you go to that juco level and, and it's another right. level right and then you reset you start from hey Stan kid was the greatest to all right you got to earn your minutes and then you know so kids think you know that's a great point because they, they always think that hey i was the best and when you go here hey get back to here here's your broom and mop right
1: <laughs> you know like that's why i never tripped off with of the rankings you know, back in the day, people talk. Oh, what you was ranked? This, that, and there. I see stuff now. People post the old things like, yeah, you know, the rankings back in the day, 2010 class. You'll never find me in none of those rankings. Mm-hmm. But you, but you ask any one of those guys that was in that 2010 class, you know, who who's still relevant? You know, out of my out of my class, there's only yeah. a handful that's still BA. You know, real. and one of them from my hometown. You know, that's Will, that's Will Barton. That's, that's Will. Hometown, yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, what I'm saying? so it's not about it's not about where you where you start. It's about where you finish and how and how consistent you can stay. You know, and <laughs> one of these that didn't change the love that I was getting from people at home or people see me because I love when people when people call. Like, I go play and pick up, or I may go up Emerson and I, uh, you know, I go work out with the kids up there. And you know, that's that's everybody dream. You hit NBA, you hit NBA. Like you asked me, fifteen years ago, tell me come to the gym. you I got this pro. Pro hoop up here. Oh, where he play? Oh, he playing, he's playing uh Lithuania or something like that. And I'm like, I ain't worried about him. Where the NBA do that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's yeah, just yeah. normal. Normal. But now the overseas life is being respected because it's so it's so tapped into. You got legends that play overseas, like the Malcolm Delaney's, the, the 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 Dante Drake, Dante Green played in the NBA, then played overseas. You know, you got all these guys that play Uh, At a high level in Europe, and and it's getting a lot more exposure now. And I'm reaping the benefits of it because I'm coming up behind them. So they put in the groundwork, but now I'm getting the benefits from it. So, like I said, playing for the legendary coach David Black that Mm -hmm. changed my life. Uh, I had to earn my respect from him. I didn't play the first nine games in Turkish League, in Euro Cup, I only played like three or four minutes. Uh, So I had to grind. I had to grind to earn it, and I got my opportunity. I killed I killed my first ever game in, in Turkish League and David never he never set me out of rotation ever again. I played the rest of the season. Sometimes I started, sometimes I came on the bench, sometimes I played a little less, but I always had a significant role. And and what I found that what means the most is who's on the floor in that fourth quarter when it's crunch time. <laughs> I always found myself on the floor when it's crunch time. Never felt unless I was in foul trouble, but other than that, I always found myself on the floor in crunch time. And that's the trust that I gained from David in in a in a in a five month span. To where though that changed my life, and now I got NBA teams calling. I had half of the NBA calling about you know, well, who is this kid? We want to see him up close and personal. So I my summer was busy that summer. So I came home from Turkey, 28 June 4th. I was on a flight to uh, Sacramento. Right after that, I went to Denver. Then I went to Utah and then I went to uh, 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 Minnesota, I think after that. So then everybody else kind of was more so like, we'll see them out when we come out to Vegas. So those are the teams that was, team was interested where I wanted to go work out. Utah, I played well in Utah. Played well in all of them, but I played really well in Utah. Utah wanted to like me. They wanted to invite me back to Summer League. That's when I took the Summer League gig and uh, went out there and that's when, you know, People started seeing the reaping of the benefits. Like I said, I've been hit. I was hitting for four years overseas. Nobody's seen me play since high school. You know what I'm saying? So now, or college, so I should say. So now I go overseas, and then go to play in the summer league. And now I'm on TV, it's, Oh, damn, y'all! i forgot about standing no, damn, Oh, shit. <laughs> no, so. You know
0: hit, what hit, hit, hitting the tray ball, coming down, banging on somebody's neck. Like, okay, uh, that's no so
1: different. But, but people like you, 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 knew like you was always yeah, tapped yeah, in. Like you knew what was going. You was always tapped in. Like okay, I know what I know what Shorty I Oh, I bet. I see. So when you seen it for yourself or people that's yeah, around me, like I'm not surprised. <laughs> I see. You
0: know what I'm saying? So. Go yeah. Over there, well, go well, over there. Look, when we saw it, it was just hey, keep it up, boy. Hey, look, I know you yeah, got more dude. in your tank.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we go to uh, go to somebody got kill it so they offered me a two-way deal This in the two ways I think two ways been out for like a year or two before you know that I got mine they offered me one but I was tied into my deal back in Turkey I had a two-year deal uh we negotiated to try to get me out of it we even tried to uh we even tried to get a buyout situation but it was this wasn't it wasn't working the way we wanted to go so I went back to Turkey but now I'm playing at the highest level in Turkey I mean in Europe which is Euro lead so it's it's I'm not gonna go through all of them, but I'm gonna go through the ones that I think that's just real relevant. You got yeah. Champions League, you got Euro Cup, and then you got Euro League. You know, it's a couple of them under Champions League, but you got Champions League, Euro Cup, and Euro League. So all three of those are high level, and there's so many different teams in them. So before, but when I was playing, you know, it was Euro Cup and Euro League. That's the ones that I, I knew about, and that was the biggest ones. But now I heard about Champions League, and but Euro League is the highest joint now. And we go, I go team up with a bunch of other great guys. Ex NBA players, some of the same, some of my same teammates came back. Uh we didn't have too great of a season. You know, um uh we just couldn't put it together. We had a coaching change in the middle of the season, we had player changes. So um, you know, we did up we did the best we could. We finished in the Turkish league strongest we could. Euro league, we kind of didn't finish strong. I think we finished second to last. Um mm-hmm. So it was it was tough, but it was a good experience. But Utah still was, you know, still ride with me. You know, other teams picked up on me, but they still ride with me um uh, you know I, I decided to go back and play with utah again for the summer league uh i could have went somewhere i could have had i had san antonio and i had orlando i could want to go play with but utah was loyal i stayed loyal with them and then it worked out you know that summer when i played well amongst the draft picks that they had and things like that so that showed that i could fit in and play with anybody me being older it also shows some leadership too um then uh i signed with them. i signed with them july 17th I actually signed. They announced it July 21st. Um, uh, so now, you know, it's like, damn, Shorty going to the league, like he made it. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't say like part, you know, partial, or whatever it just say Stan Kiss inks with the Jazz. So signed with them. Uh it was a big accomplishment, you know, at the highest Definitely. point of basketball, and also at the highest point for not just me, but just for my family. You know, they just kind of see me living out my dreams, my family, close friends, everybody that was associated with, with what I had going on. And then uh, go to the NBA, do what I needed to do. Um, shit, man, any opportunity I got, I felt like I played well and played strong in those situations. Uh, then the business side, came in. you know, the business side came in, and as though the Jazz, you know, we wasn't playing as well. Uh, they needed scoring off the bench with with experience. Not saying that I couldn't score, but they needed experience. So they uh, they made they made some way some way uh, waivers and some trades and things like that. I wound up being one of the guys that got waived. Um, but it was, it was a great opportunity and, uh, you know, I, nothing that I did on my end, it just was the business side I business. Showed up every day. Yeah. I built a relationship with all those guys. I mean, I can remember leaving the gym. A lot of guys was like really genuinely like, damn bro. Like, you know, like that's crazy. Like what the fuck. Like, you know, you just was turning that corner and an opportunity and you know, it just, you know, just some way it goes sometimes. So, you know, I sat down with uh, coach Quinn, I sat down with the GM and everybody and they showed major love and, you know, you know, contact, and they always told me, you know, if you need anything, reach out, things like that. I still keep connected with a lot of the guys, you know, things like that. Uh, so after that, after I leave, I left right around about Thanksgiving, came home, uh, was chilling for a minute, working out, and uh, had a couple deals overseas, two team, two powerhouse teams. So I had Cheska, uh, who I was talking to and negotiating with a little bit, just trying to figure out what they wanted to do. They was recruiting. Then I had this team that I'm on now, Apollo Jerusalem. Then I had a team in Australia. So now I'm thinking in my mind, Chesco would have been a great move because it's a powerhouse. It's just like the NBA. They in the highest mm-hmm. league, they wanted the top year league. They they just won the year league. What yeah, they just won the year league the year before. So it was um it was a perfect situation. But uh I was still they still was waiting on to figure out who they want to pick out. So you know, I I at the end of the day, I just felt like, you know, I, I was ready to hoop. I had a lot of shit built up I wanted to, I had a lot it of hoop, out. so I went yeah i went i went to get it out so jerusalem came they offered you know what they wanted to offer i wasn't sold on it but now with now coming out here and seeing it now i wish i would have took it because it would have been a great opportunity uh then uh in i took the deal in australia so when i okay. took the deal to australia how this thing work out All right so i go to australia i make great money um so we do well. We go to the semifinals against Sydney. Uh, we lose to Sydney. Pandemic hit. Right, I played well out there. So pandemic hit. But right before the pandemic hit, I, I, the season was over. So I was coming home. I came home May eighth. The pandemic. Everything shut down two days before my birthday, which is March sixteenth. Right. Wow. So I, just, yeah, I just made it home. But I had tensions of playing in the NBA and I mean playing in, in, in Australia then trying to get back to the NBA on you know, like a ten a ten day deal or something like that or a workout or whatever. Wizards are right up the road, so we was gonna try to push that. Um you know, so now the pandemic here, so now it's like scramble time now. So this when this when all that hard work when you really start seeing it pay off and things like that, when you can actually you know, you make your money and things like that, gotta invest and you gotta make save and do the right thing. You never know what's gonna happen. So that's what that's when I really realized like I'm glad I was planning for this all year long. Because if somebody told us that we would never be able to play the game again, yeah. I feel like, you know, our- i'm good i'm straight i i can do a little bit i can i can move my money around and invest and, and still maintain the lifestyle that i want to live but yeah. um you know one, one thing
0: one one thing you said yeah. right there and i want to I wanna, and that's a good point i had it as one of my, my my questions but you brought it up financially you know like you said, after year three you start really you know getting paid for your efforts and but you just didn't bank on that check you know and, no. and tra- at trip talk we really like to talk financial uh just also in our in our talks because our community you you know again we think we get some big checks and it'll be there forever but like you said something came out of nowhere but you were still prepared so so what type of like investments do you do you do the crypto you just you know i know you you do your own clothing line but you know what what are some things you know kids Um, can invest
1: in so basically man i just do a lot of i do a lot of uh I got my money invested in a lot of stocks and a lot of little small shares you know that's through my financial advisor i trust him i let him i let him work the money and also you know he allows me to work in myself and let me invest in whatever i want to invest it's my money but he works for me but at the end of the day he's an expert and he knows what he's doing um i haven't gotten to the crypto stuff i've i've joined a little bit of uh real estate with my homie my, my, my other right hand who's from the village also justin carpenter okay he, uh he got real estate all, all throughout Baltimore he got a little bit down in Atlanta Georgia so I tap in with him a little bit with that make my money here and there but I haven't really found that one thing that I like this is what I want to do This want to invest in but at the end of the day just because I haven't found that that don't mean I'm just out here just spending Buku money you know I'm and like, that and to like you side. said
0: diversify yeah it's okay yeah. to
1: not know one thing to get
0: into you know you you got a thing you're into which is <laughs> the hooping, right but you know, diversify those funds around. If it's real estate, if it's fine, what it works, like you said, it, it, it might take you a while. Exactly. Find that move. It, it, it'll be there.
1: Yep, exactly, exactly. And at the end of the day, like, as long as you got enough to do to do those things, and you got some money saved to the side, you can always invest in whatever you want to invest in. But you got to be smart with it. Can't jump yeah. on the first yeah. thing. See how something doing first. See what happened. Watch something closely over a year and see. All right, cool. Over six months to see. All right, cool. I seen this, did this, I seen it, did that. Okay, I seen it shoot really high, some shoot really low. All right, bet, I'm, I'm gonna take my chance on this. Because as soon as you jump into something, something, something can happen and you'll be sitting there like, dang, you know, definitely if you're putting, you putting forward the last in it,
0: you know. And like you said, and with those kind of investments, watch them, because I know you probably get hit all the time. You're, you're a pro, you know, everybody's got something that you can buy to help, yeah. you know. So be careful, and, and like you said, make sure that you taking a look at it and not just trusting everybody that hits your phone, right? Right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, man. You got to do your research. You got to do your research. You got to do your research. But yeah, right, man. Not man, to man. cut you off,
0: you can get back to the pandemic, my bad. Pandemic hit. Yeah. You had the funds going.
1: Yeah. So pandemic was perfect for me, man. Pandemic gave me a lot of time to have a little. Uh, I call it tune ups. When I get with my trainer back at home, Jamal Haywood. I call it tune ups. I got with Jamal. We get in there we really put work in throughout the pandemic it's crazy that we had a lot of gym access during the pandemic um because nobody knew what the kobe was what really was doing to people you know so we were still mm-hmm. able to get in um then um that's i went on and they kind of put us on lockdown and open things back up rudy Gay just had opened up his gym that 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 i want to say that that winter you know, I think sometime in like uh, maybe, maybe in that, that fall, maybe October, something like that. He opened up a gym out in Towson, Maryland. So, um, I had gotten in contact with his people and they allowed me to come in the gym and work out. Uh, well, Rudy was throwing pickups. Matter of fact, I'm sorry, I take the back. He was throwing like open runs. He was about to get ready for the bubble, so he's throwing open runs. So, during the pandemic, we were running with Rudy in the morning, we're running with Rudy at night. Then me and relationship got closer over time, and then uh, Shit, man. Um, after that, uh, he was like, "Yo, you can get the gym anytime you want." So now I had a gym, I had a weight room, I had everything that I need to work on. So now I was able to work out. And uh, after that, man, now I get a deal. I get an offer from Turkey, and then I get an, I had another offer in Germany, and I had another offer somewhere else. So now the pandemic changed the whole dynamic of European basketball. So the money that I was expected to make this year dropped. Pandemic. everybody you know the cash cow teams always had the money everybody up had the money. but those middle level teams that was normally good money dropped down to what the low level teams was paying and then that low level team dropped down to what probably like some dudes was getting their first year out things like that it was crazy wow, wow. but i was able to find a team and get paid good money i went and played for this team i knew this team was was basically they came up from the second division two years ago in turkey uh they had a successful first year up in the first division so the second year so that second year which was my year or third year i'm sorry my year that i got there you know i played along with two holloway dwight hardy two new york legends um jamil higgins from virginia uh and a bunch of other players also um so these guys we try to basically try to take them to you know uh a cinderella type season didn't go the way we planned uh, we, you know, we had some injuries. We had some, uh, COVID issues. Guys getting, catching COVID, like half our team caught COVID. So we wound up playing for like five, years. so it was rough. You know, it was rough. Um, my agent, we had a, we had a deal with this team. The way it as though I had a buyout to go play for another team at any time, as long as the team would come and buy me out. We had it. it started, the buyout started in January and it ended in February. Well, that was the EuroLeague cutoff date in February. I was planning to go to the EuroLeague. That didn't happen. Um, so me and the team came to a type of some type of agreement during uh, one our national team breaks. It was right around like beginning of February, where uh, some of the local national players uh, they go play for the national team. So Turkey got national team, Spain, all those guys. So it'd be like that. Guys would go play for the national team. Uh, I went. I, I I got I got granted to go home, and uh, we came to an agreement in my contract. They released me. Then Haifa, Jerusalem, where I'm at now uh they offered me they picked up the on a, on a, on a, uh the buyout and I signed here and like Feb- february 18th I got here February 22nd and I've been here since
0: Cool man So you liking it? You like Jerusalem, I'm sure.
1: Damn, a lot of history. Tel Aviv. Uh get y'all a view real quick. Maybe hey, i right, see, right. see. camera around. With the virtual camera No, I ain't hold up. There we go you see look
0: that at you. oh man you on top of the world out
1: there
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. that's what's this up is...
1: yeah man so it's, it's beautiful it. it's a it's an everyday thing man for
0: real living bro living i like it i like yeah. it hey man Indeed. look being, being overseas right and like you said you, you know you, you plan for much better money now do you feel yeah. and, and, and like you said it's locals there and stuff do you feel any tension or do you feel that you know just that thickness as far as you know you're on the bench and it's like hey you know the hate from you know just being an American player sometimes yeah and not necessarily where you at now but just on your journey you know did you see like oh you must be getting money so you do you do all the work
1: so yeah so you you, you get some guys that's like you get some guys. It's like, damn, like you know, they came over here and and took our minutes, took our spots. Like you know, I want to prove my just like like if we was in the states and a, a European come over, you know, and he's good and and they and you know the staff believing them more and playing more things like that. You gonna feel some type of way, but more so, the guys look at it like, man, these guys are coming to help us because they talented as hell too. You know, if you look about, if you look at it. What's taking over the NBA? European players. You know, I mean, we still got our we still got our killers and our dogs. Don't get me wrong. You know, we got the greats, but that European style is taking over the NBA. You look on you look on the coaching staff and the coaches and the, the actual roster. It's done, but European coaches, assistant coaches, and then you got European players. You know, you got European assistant developers, like uh player developers, things like that. So, you know, it, it's crazy how the game is evolving. It's so tight, and if you look at it, like. The, the the game is watched, so you never know who's watching, and that and it's so true because people said to me all the time, No one was watching this thing called Synergy. Man, they
0: can, I know exactly you what you're talking
1: watch. about. Is that they can see and watch I it. know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Hey, look,
0: talk yeah. a little bit about that because this is a technology show. So, Synergy, Synergy yeah. is explain what that is like, uh, you know, how they scout you on that. They they watching so everything, synergy, they know you're great. <laughs>
1: it's crazy synergy is like a huge database about uh on, on all sports not just basketball but all sports football basketball i'm sure i'm sure i probably got baseball but i don't know how you watch film on baseball <laughs> but you got, all <laughs> of, you got all those things man i think women's basketball all that stuff overseas college uh maybe even high school depending if your game is televised um semi-pro whatever so synergy is basically you can go on there you can look up a player by his name or you can look up a player by his team or whatever, and you can look at every single game or every single clip that player has to do. So if he's a pick and roll player, if he's a three-point shooter, if he's a offensive rebound guy, defensive rebound, defensive stopper, whatever, you can look at just those clips. Like, for instance, like, I get weird stats sometimes from, you know, some of my uh, – uh one of my old coaches sometimes. He'd be like, yo, you shoot – you shoot 47% from three in the right corner. But you shoot 37% from three in the in the left corner, you know it, it's weird. Like that's how they can diamond down to a tee. It's like yo, when you're going right, you got 50% of the finishing at the rim. But when you go left, you normally end up with a jump shot. You know, it's like it's, they break your game down, and they can watch and see everything you do. So that synergy thing, man, is real. And then you know you got these scouts, man. That's just you got these agencies and these NBA scouts that got branches, man. So like like OKC may got an international scout who's just looking. He he's just in the 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 the, the European area of say Germany, France, and, and Italy. That's that's his that's his region. Then you got another scout that's from another team that's in uh, Turkey, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So these scouts are all over the place, man, and they they get to see a lot of basketball. I mean, I can remember looking at scouts and things like that courtside when we were playing the game. So. Uh, you, like I said, you never know
0: who's watching. Now, shout out to Synergy on that one. But to you also with the training, do you use Synergy to help you kind of, okay, that's my tendency. Let me try to work on when I go back to the lab. Let me try to, you know, do X off of that. Do you, you use it for that?
1: So I, I do watch Synergy a little bit for that. And then I also use uh, my just my game film. You know, um, me and my trainer, it all well, when I'm in season, my coaches do everything. They help me out with a lot. Yeah. They just want us to focus on ball. They'll, they'll break breakdown clips. We'll watch film, hey, you could do this, you do that. But when it comes to the summertime work, when as soon as I touch down, my trainer give me a week off or we'll a time, how much time I need off. And when I come back, we we'll always sit down and watch film. Yo, you know, you need to work on this, you need to work on that, and on you to work on that, and then we'll fix it. And that's the key points. And a lot of people go into the summer and work on it's it's cool to work on your whole total package, but I always try to pick all right, I, I know what I do really well. And that's I can get to the rim, I can I can get to, you know, my, my turnaround out the post up, I I can handle the ball, I can pick and roll, but my my things that I always work on shooting is always a must. Everybody should just continue to work on that shooting. But for me, shooting, ball handling, making reads out of the pick and roll, and good fit and good footwork. Those are like my main things that I work on. Those are a must. And then when he throws in, y'all seen this, I seen that, we need to work on that. Then we are just focused on those two things for sure. But without, but also we to complete those other four things that we know that it's our bread and that, butter. Like that that's, that's your start. focus. Which just something that we're trying to add to the package. But a lot of people would just go work on this to work on that, you know, just that, and third. Like I remember reading something about um, Buddy Hill. He worked out with Kobe one time and mm-hmm. you know, he, saying that uh he worked out with Kobe, and for f- like four days straight, they worked on nothing but the left side of the floor. Everything was on the left side of the floor. They didn't even touch the right side of the floor. But that's just the 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 I don't know. That's just the mind state of Kobe. And the
0: focus, that focus. That 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 killer just. Yeah, again. it's like
1: master this side of the floor before I go to the other side of the floor. And that's the type of stuff we be on, man. We use the whole court, but when we working on some specific, we just on that. We own that one thing and we make sure we got it to a T, to where though it shows up in game film. Like yesterday, I know throughout the whole pandemic, we worked on, from a three-point line, somebody running out to you crazy, shot fake, side step, dribble, and then shoot the three again. You know, set your feet and shoot it through again. Yeah. Now it's just, so yesterday I had one of those, and my, my, my trainer just was, he's not surprised, but he was real like, yo, that's, it looks so such a second nature, worked on it. But a few months ago, that would have been a shot fake and pull, one dribble pull up. But he like, man, the got game it. is the game. Now threes and layups, you know, so.
0: Nah, you on it. So knowing what you know now, you, you know, you got some mm-hmm. experience and I, I, like you said, I remember the little pup standing kid, but knowing what you know now and the business of the NBA. Uh-huh. And just for some inspiring ballers out there that had that same dream as you, is it any advice that you can give them of how you will prepare a little differently for, say, high school and then college and then even the pros. Yeah. Based on what you know now, because obviously, like you said, how you training way more effectively, focused. Like, what are some of those things like that that you know maybe some of these youngins can can grab onto and be a little bit more prepared?
1: I said the biggest thing now get get back to playing basketball. When you're in high school, you know I'm not saying like you know you'd be outside hooping but that was our thing when we was coming up you know i mean even when you was coming up yeah you know we hoop outside but all at that if that bum get weak you go to the next part Hoop, hoop outside. um that's the thing i think kids get away from hooping everybody you know i get you know it's cool to want to market yourself and brand yourself instagram is there for it you know i love it now that people can actually market themselves and brand themselves but everybody wants to work out video and just get back to hooping get back to playing pick up get back to Playing your boys one-on-one king of the court, 50, 50 put out. Those things bring out your 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 only your, your, your passion for the game and not letting somebody score on you and not, you know, and also showing that you can put somebody in the bucket, you know what I'm saying? And then also when you mm-hmm. go really pick up and just give you that. Don't get me wrong, it's bad you know, sometimes you may pick up bad habits depending on who you plan playing with, but try to go play constructive basketball with other great players. So you know, like there's no question. I remember one summer uh i think i don't even think no 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 none of us pro yet i think everybody was in college will was at memphis i was at uh i was at uh i was in juco cj was at, at, at um at syracuse Roscoe was i think roscoe was transferring to unlv at the time or he might have or he might have been at he might have been at uconn but we all went and hooped uh outside one day we just linked up it was random you know which i doing today are right, we hooping? all right bet we go linked up we hooped. We went from from Will neighborhood out Sedonia to uh, over over by Lake. I forgot the the park that was over there by Lake. Clifton High School. Then we shoot over the Greenmount Twenty Third and go hoop outside over there. And it was the best bump. Like people were so happy to see us bumping out there. It was just like they got a chance to local see local stars
0: coming out and, and, and really bump.
1: Exactly. So you know, you know, and then we had to kill cars out there, things like that. So that's the things we love to do to go out there and hoop. And then now, you know, uh, going up to high school and college, all right, cool. Now, you know, you're getting older, your body you know, you got to take care of your body even a little bit more. So now, you know, you can pick up gyms and things like that. So I think the biggest thing is, man, to work on your game. Work on your game, stay true, play as much basketball as you can because all that working out got to be developed into an actual game type setting. You know, it can't just be working out. You know, you got to play against people. You got to see what you can do against people. And then when you, uh, when you get into these practices and these games, lock in, focus take care of your job know your role know what you best you're good at best at and perfect that because that's going to help you because at the end of the day when you get to those high levels like the top leagues in europe the top nba at home i may play a little bit different at home in the summer i may be a a a dominant ball handler make plays for my guys but when i go play in these other teams there's other guys that can do those things better than me so i gotta do what's best for me that's me catching and shooting catching against the rim defending you know what I'm saying? Making plays for other people off of kick driving kicks, those are the things that I'm good at. So I understand your, I understand my role. So that's what's gonna happen. Because when you get to the highest level, which is the NBA, you gotta kind of, kind of gotta tiptoe around and figure out your niche and your role. And once you find it, then be an all star You know what I'm saying? Once you be an all star, that's how you get paid. That's how, that's how the no names become and get you know four year 30 million and things like that. You know what I'm saying? They become a whole name because that team is winning and they doing well. You know. Back, back. And what the person, nutrition?
0: That, Oh, go ahead, go, go, go. Finish that.
1: Yeah, the person that told me that was was Will. You know, he was there for both of my summer league stints. Shout helped me a lot. Yeah, man, helped me a lot through those situations. Him and him and Melton Delaney, both of them, been, both of them played in the NBA. Melton, shout out to Melton. Yeah, 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 so
0: definitely. both
1: of those guys kind of steered my way, but Dang, that... so I also, the reason why I say wills because we just was real tight ever since, you know, we played since we was younger, and then as we went up and came up, you know, we got even more closer, and, uh, you know, he just kind of just like, man, look, be yourself. I, I got a, I got a picture on my phone Um, right before you know, we was about to play Portland, uh, and somebody came up to me and was like, look, man, this shit ain't nothing like, this. it's just like the Bruxelles. That's it. This just like the Bruxelles League. I have seen you kill that shit, you can do the same here. These niggas can't fuck with you. Go out there and be yourself. Be who you are. And go play basketball bro and everything will work out and ever since then i just carried on to that the same thing with md md just like man be yourself better on yourself better than yourself be yourself and be prepared for whatever happens and cherish those moments and live in the moments and you'll be straight so both of those guys man, help me out a lot
0: man that's love that, that again you know just just that community giving back i mean even that like you were saying you say those names i mean you came up that was that was, that was some thick bump. <laughs> y'all got Josh, y'all got M.D., Don't <laughs> say Green, Will Barr, and Rudy Gay. It was
1: thick. Man, I say, my, in 2010 class, we had five, maybe six guys. Five guys, I can name them. Josh, Will, CJ, Jordan Latham, and who else was from Baltimore? Reggie Bullock. Reggie. So one of Reggie from Baltimore. Like, <laughs> I don't know that Reggie Bullock is from Baltimore. That was five people that I knew that was in the top they was in the top ten, or maybe top twenty in that in that class. In that in that in that two thousand ten class. That's five of us that came from from Baltimore. That's five, man. That's a lot. That's you know a lot That's from a- one
0: area and then
1: Baltimore is small. Like- we ain't saying exactly. DMV.
0: these Baltimore dudes y'all I ain't talking you know Maryland and Virginia DC we saying Baltimore
1: Baltimore, he, Baltimore. Yeah. yes Baltimore these guys from from East West South whatever you know what I'm saying so these guys like it's crazy to see that man so uh um, you know and then now to see the rub elbows with these guys on a day-to-day basis and, the, and the compete against the play against these guys all the time man and work out with these guys on the summer is just you know it's just special it's a special it's a special unit and uh I don't think we sometimes we don't realize how special it is you know at the end of the day everybody get caught up in whatever they want to do whatever with, they do how it they is. feel and, you know, but at the end of the day man I think it, it was when they all said and done they go like damn bro, this shit was special you know it was yeah.
0: real special one quick thing now I know you've been basketball's been a part of your life probably all the way back when right how do you yeah. see basketball tying into your purpose as a person in your life like uh, you know how does it fit in to what you try and do in the long run
1: uh basically uh use this game as much as possible as i can you know to to uh to to enjoy and fulfill life because uh uh at the end of the day it is a job but also it is you got to have fun with it you know so even though i'm an athlete and I feel like, you know, I'm held accountable in a lot of different situations. I still got to live my life. I'm still the same dude that grew up on the block of Wicklow and yeah. you know, from, from my area. But at the end of the day, I know how to conduct and handle myself. So, you know, I'm, you know basketball just was was just a blessing, you know, and I'm using my God given ability to live in the moment and to seize the moment, you know, and not so much of worried about my success or worrying about, you know, my wealth because at the end of the day, those things—those uh, things—shouldn't matter when you're doing something that you love. You know, true, those things, you, you get caught up in those, you get caught up in that. That's when you start veering off and doing different things. So I love the game. So at the end of the day, all those things are gonna happen. It has to happen because you're loving the game. And you're giving your four and you're giving your best effort every night and every day. So um, you know, you just gotta stay. You gotta find your find your purpose and find and find and find that thing that, that that's your niche and, man and stick with it yeah
0: man you never lie like 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 we were talking earlier I mean even with purpose um I was talking about how you do so much for the community and we'll talk a little bit about that right now um but for the things that you've done and like I said you've done in our community in the Emerson Village area and giving back you know you've done it already so I know it's on your heart but. For that next generation coming up behind Stanton Kid, for the next guys in, in the village, where do you think your responsibility is there? I mean, like I said, I've seen you act on it, but where do you feel your responsibility is there?
1: I I think keep going, keep going. Cause it, like, I know I, I didn't touch the few lives and I haven't and helped a few lives, but how many can I do? How, how many can I touch before, you know, I go off and, you know, have a family and have to, you know, move away from my neighborhood I want to be always connected I always want to be remembered and I also want to go back so that's why I'm there 24 seven my parents live up there still I'm with them
0: shout shout out to Um, Mr Stanley and Miss Clinton (laughs) so
1: so, you know mom and pop I'm there with them all the time you know you can you can ride past my block and see me outside washing the car leaning on the gate chilling on the back deck you know you'll see me you know definitely in the summer so I think with me being so being able to be reached, you know, um, it, it 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 says a lot. Cause you know, some of my homeboys that you know that that I grew up with or whatever, you know, they be excited to see me. They they excited to see my face on the TV and or yeah. know that you know my man. Put, like, they don't want nothing from me. They just know that I'm How that about, man, I, and you know they want exactly. to respect me. Like I know, him. like I came up with him. I seen they put in the work. So you know, my, my biggest thing now is now they have me, I don't, I don't have any kids of my own, but they having kids. You know, they have kids and i want to show them like yo look i came over with your father me and your father came up together you know what i'm saying and i want to show that you know if you want to play sports you can do the same thing too you know so that was so major for me when i had signed with the jazz i could have you know i had promoters hit me up yo you should throw a a, a, a signing party this that and the third i'm like man i appreciate it i'd rather just come and kick it with y'all on a party tip at y'all event but i don't want to throw nothing for myself i'm gonna get back to my community you know i'm gonna do a backpack drive and I was so mad that this pack. I could have probably still did it, but like I said, I want to be hands on. I want yeah, yeah, to come yeah, and, yeah. Me and talk. To so I didn't want to hand people backpacks virtually or have sitting and hey, grab one and keep moving because of COVID. You know, because like I said, my parents are older. Yeah. I'm with them all the time So now that this COVID thing, we got to kind of control it. We got and people getting vaccinated and stuff. That backpack, that backpack drive is definitely coming back this summer for sure. So. But, yeah, no, yeah. I heard mean, it first.
0: It's coming back, the man. Told yeah. you
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, that's Burped. love. Like you said,
0: I I think even for me, right? You know, you know, I I know where you be at on that back porch because I would be on the other back porch in the same alley. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but on some real, I I I just think um that that's dope, right? You, you, like you said, people, the ones that's really down we don't want nothing from you it's just more to congratulate you it's more to be like I know that guy it's more to know yeah. that you know again we seen you at Blinken Park on the court hoop yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. so to see that transition and to see like wow he, this kid stuck to his dreams again for me knowing that tough road I know it wasn't no straight shot I know it wasn't a, a, a go in and air shot yeah. you know it was a lot of shots and like I said I think I even text you that, in that day when it when the news came out it was just it's more about man I I again for even your family I know your pops you know proud Pika I see him anytime he, again, yeah, <laughs> HBCU Duke, wherever he like yeah that's that's my guy you yeah. know he always had your back so yeah nothing but love from the village Man, I just appreciate you, bro. Like I said, I, I you you don't understand, man. Like uh again, it's I, I seen the A U route. You know, obviously my son went to college, right? All of that stuff, but yeah, I know the grind, man. And I, and I, I just like I said, stick with it. I mean, you're doing it anyway. But uh, you know, just just again, man. You 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 got all our love from Baltimore. We we sending you more love. And before yep. we go, you know, to wrap yep. up and i know you you know you're a sneaker here, you you from the village but uh all our guests we asked this question man favorite sneaker of all time bro
1: favorite sneaker of all time
0: Ooh. hey we are about to see oh. how old stan is y'all
1: <laughs> favorite sneaker of all time man i'ma say yo, i, I love my jays i love like you know I. I mess
0: with Yeezy, I gotta go with the Barkleys. Which ones? The 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 CB thirty four joint No, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. The uh the, the uh the ones that came what they came on ninety four. The
0: no, was no, was that the Michigan? No, that wasn't the Fat Five
1: joints. I know. Had been the Fat Five? All
0: right, all right, all right. Yeah, they was. They were was. Fat Five. Was. the up tip, like the up tip look, the one with the little strap. Oh, yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. See. Look, 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 real sneaky head, I, I know where you at.
1: But I, <laughs> I say the CB, my second, my second favorite, and that's just because I feel like it was such a big, a big thing in the village, and you know, all the older guys had them, and then you know you had your hustlers that had them and things like that. So I say them. So uh I would say I would say the the Duncan's, Duncan's, the Tim Duncans. Yeah, I'd have had it done. Yeah,
0: was black, they the phones? Was they, 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 they was like the phone, like they weren't phone, but I know what you. They had the, like the silver look all the way up the boot. Yeah,
1: the silver, the black, the black, the white ones, and then of course you know phone poses I'm always stay true to Baltimore phone pods was Our thing, I think we did those crazy. You know what I'm saying? We we, we really put on for them, but uh, but yeah, my favorite all time is Barkley's though. And the crazy yeah. thing is Barkley's. I I had some Barkley things probably from like 2009. I still got them in the house. There was like they was like, you know, they came out again. Still got them, but I got to find them. I think I think my brother got, them. I think my brother took out He got them.
0: Hey, I'm a. Hey, what size you take? We gonna find some. See, that's our job. See, we technical. We get technical. We find them. We, if they out there, we we find them. I went
1: 13, so definitely. Yeah, bless me if you can hey, find them.
0: Look, hey, look. Hey, look. If we can find them, we gonna get them out to Jerusalem. I just want. Hey, look. We just want to see them in the game. Just be like, hey, all right, we touch down from Baltimore. All right, we got you.
1: Rocking right in the game. I promise you. Same day and all that
0: all right my god and that, that, that look now you gave me a job so i'm on a mission now <laughs>
1: hey, <All man>. my...
0: <laughs> hey i just want to thank you man i appreciate you uh for just taking the time out you in playoff man again that just shows you the super dope person you is man i know you, you busy as heck uh just appreciate you good luck hopefully you bring home that ship that way now Indeed. this interview becomes legendary even more legendary. <laughs> Hey, look! two village Jews that don't know nothing about
1: nothing made it work right. you know what i mean all right man made it work there we go made it work that's,
0: that, that's all we gonna do we gonna keep inspiring bro i appreciate you like i said man just keep doing what you're doing we wish you much success and much health um uh, good luck i'll see you this summer. i know
1: I, I appreciate you og i appreciate that
0: all right man hey i appreciate you again thank you bro all right chat all right man talk to you mm.